Hello! My name is Jason Daly, and welcome to the fourth episode of Tales of a High School Social Outcast. Today we have a controversial subject ahead of us. It shouldn't be controversial, it isn't controversial, but due to a certain political climate, it is controversial. Um, we're going to be interviewing a black student that goes to a majority white school. And obviously, this episode isn't just a random episode. This is very relatable to the world situation right now. And, well, let's get into it. I would like to introduce a pretty prominent figure of color at our school, Isabella June. Hi, Jason. So, Isabella, you aren't white. Dark white. Dark white. <laughs> and you go to, quite possibly, the whitest school in, you know, Massachusetts or the North Shore. Yes. Yes. So, how does it feel being a person of color and going to a school that's so lacking in diversity? Um, sometimes I learn a lot, but sometimes it can be very alienating because I'm the only one that will like call out the racism that goes on, especially in my shop, Carpentry. Yes, so listeners, if you don't know what a shop is, basically we go to a technical school and we switch into a different program every week of our choosing. So I'm in a weird art thing, if you didn't listen to episode one, and Isabella is in carpentry, which is, you know, wood and stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so when you say you're the only one that calls out racism, what do you mean? Like, I'll, like if someone was to say something remotely racist, I would call them out, but like the others will say it's dark humor, but dark humor is making fun of your own traumas, not like being racist. And I don't think many people understand that. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I obviously can't really relate to that because I'm, you know, white. But just the idea of exploiting your own race for comedy is yeah. just sickening almost. Um, but, I mean, why do you think you're the only one that calls it out? Um, I think it's because these kids are friends. They have a close-knit of friends. And I don't think they want to be alienated if they call someone out on it. So they, they're quiet about it. Yeah, I mean, I do understand, like, the idea of not wanting to be alienated from someone, just kind of going along with it. I mean, when I used to hang out with all the straight boys, they'd, um, <laughs> it was just fag gay every five seconds, and I would just be like, yeah, guys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, deep down, though, it is pretty horrible. Yeah. So, at our school, it is, like, 99% white, not exaggerating. We don't have a single teacher of color. Nope. Our, yeah, I don't think so we do anyway. Wait, I think we have an Indian uh, teacher, and I think that's the only one. Well, we have a singular teacher of color <laughs> than out of the 100-plus teachers at our school. Yes. Because we go to a very large school. So how does it feel not having any people of color as a role model for you, or very few? I think freshman year, it was the hardest because um, on like the cover pages that they gave me, it seemed that Essex Tech was so diverse. You could see an, a girl wearing a hijab on it. You could see like a couple of students of color on the side, but mainly I could see white people on there. Yeah, I mean, our school loves to pretend how diverse it is. <laughs> the girl with the hijab, she just graduated recently, like a few months ago, but she is in every single picture the school has to offer. They just kind of say, oh, we need a picture, grab, we, we, we can't say her name, mm -hmm. but 
they just grab her because you know we can say oh look how woke we are guys we have a student who wears a hijab and we don't even yell at her for it like wow <laughs> you don't get upset at someone for expressing their faith wait till they hear about the islamic phobic jokes at lunch Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> they don't care though the school does not care yeah they just need someone they need a poster child a token yes i mean you've said before you've been asked several been times a, several times i've been in several photographs to showcase diversity, I've even been asked to translate the school's website to my um, first language that I learned. Which is? Haitian, Creole. Did you do it? I did. Oh. I mean, do you hope that it should get other Haitian students or people that speak Creole to come to the school? I hope so. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the hope, right? Just mm -hmm. so that the school eventually becomes a bit more diverse than it is, because yeah. right now it's... Um... White County. Yeah, White County. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, I mean, our superintendent is, she's a character. Um, um, she's unique. She, she's unique. Do you want to talk about that letter she sent out recently? So after the George Floyd protest and the widespread um, protest in the United States, our superintendent um, um, sent out a letter to the school and the families about I don't even know what it was about. I'll give you the gist. It was like, I have a a black friend and I am not racist. I do not support racism. And then the other part was that cops are great. Yeah, I, that was, it was, it was literally like, it, guys, I have a black friend. Don't yell at me. Like, yeah. It and it so was bad. like, oh, we're going to try to um, stop students of color from being discriminated at school, but you didn't stop them when they were yelling the N-word at me at the, on the bus. Oh, let's, yeah, let's get into that. <laughs> Please, tell us the story. Regrace us with it's, this It's a long tale. story. I want to make fun of my trauma. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, maybe not make fun of, but... <laughs> I'm over it now. Like, I've, I've gone past it. I don't... We can definitely talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, it was... Um, it was during shop week, I was in carpentry, and after lunch, I was walking down this hallway. Don't ever go there, because you will probably be called slurs. So yeah, I yeah. was in this hallway, and I was walking down, and then this kid, he was talking to a group of girls saying, well, the gist of that was, oh, I don't say the N-word in front of black people. I say it when they're not around me. And then I was so enraged in that moment, like I couldn't, I couldn't let him get away with it. So I yelled that he was a racist in the middle of the hallway with a bunch of kids. And then I walked away. And well, the only thing he had to say for himself was that it happens. It ha- oh, what, a, oh, what a jerk. Um, this kid, let's just call him Hunter. That's a, that's a really cliche white <laughs> name, right? So th this kid, quote unquote Hunter, mm -hmm. um, is, yeah, I, I know him as well. Yes. He, he's called me a fag before. I mean, he, every slur in the book, I'm sure he said. Yes. He's pretty bad. And, I mean, they had some kind of punishment. I know it was mild, but, like... It was a mild punishment. And then after that, I was... I went on the bus, and his friends were on the bus. And I sat in the middle. I didn't even sit in the back. And all of a sudden, I hear them blasting rap music and singing along to the N-word and just saying it several times. I had my AirPods in, so I, fr I pretended that I didn't hear, so I wouldn't be called it again. Yeah, I definitely understand at least why that's so horrible. I yes. mean, even other races that aren't black kind of feel like they have a pass. Yes. This is um, the N-word, and it's... There was this Asian kid in the back, and he didn't even stand up or, like, say anything. 
and this kid in the black in the back he was black also and I, th I think he didn't want to say anything because he'd be ostracized and called every slur in the book hmm. so I think he just went along with it yeah I mean it's just I, I keep on saying yeah I mean sorry <laughs> sorry okay. it's just I, it's kind of hard to relate I don't have any experience with this okay. that's why I wanted to interview you um something that our school covered poorly uh, yeah yeah poorly pretty badly actually I was gonna say it was something but mm -hmm. I mean Black History Month they put up like just a bunch of cutouts from Google of black celebrity yes like on a bulletin board and we're like yeah diversity yeah that's what they did um we didn't really have a focus on black history but that's all they did they just took up pictures of celebrities that they deemed worthy Worthy of just like attention in general. Yeah, I mean they weren't even like historical people. It was like it was like Yara Shadi. Yeah, like Kanye West was. Uh, they put <laughs> Kanye West <laughs> on a bulletin board and said, "Guys, Black History Black Month." Black History Month. <laughs> I, I, do you remember Kanye's tweet where he said, "Quote unquote, slavery was a choice." Yes, <laughs> and they and they chose to put that on there. They chose Kanye West to go on there. Uh, there, there wasn't much thought put on it. And mm. funny enough, one student I don't know how they got into the. Um, bulletin board. The bulletin board is behind glass, right? Mm -hmm. Someone put a picture of like a TikToker, like a white guy who's like racist. Mm -hmm. I, I think it was him. It was, it was, it was a white TikToker. I thought it was the kid who was like the mm -hmm. um, Trump Make America Great Again guy. I don't have a TikTok. I don't really know. <laughs> but um, it, no one noticed. Not a single person. It shows just how little people actually look at this board. Yeah. That no one noticed that there was a white kid, a little cutout of a white kid, <laughs> on this Black History Month board. Like, I, I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice, because I didn't... Neither did I. I mean, I don't... It's just disappointing. What would you hope to see from, like, a Black History program? Um, I would like them to teach students about Black History that's easily forgotten. Like, they didn't teach me about the Tulsa Massacre, Black mm. Wall Street. Yes. No one taught me that. I had to learn from TikTok. <laughs> I had to learn from TikTok. It's a dark day when you get more useful information of TikTok than you do the American education system. <laughs> Yes. I mean, okay, so in our little pre-interview, mm -hmm. you talked about some of the other things that people have said to you. Um, yes. Oh, there are so many microaggressions. Here, let, name them all. Let's... Um, well, the first thing, I'm going to start with freshman year. Freshman year, we were exploring shops that we were interested in, and I was in culinary, and I was with, paired with this junior, and he was like, you're so pretty for a black girl. I didn't even know what to say. Like, what do you say? <laughs> I, like, I don't know what you say in these situations. Like, do I cry? Do I, I say thank you? I'm, I'm so sorry that you have to deal with that. It's <laughs> awful. I mean, I, I see that you're like laughing, but yeah. I mean, it at, probably at that time I wasn't laughing. Yeah, it's. Oh. Did he, was he saying it jokingly? I, it was like dead serious. Like he said it casually. What could go through your mind to think that that's? A compliment or even like just something okay to say yes and then this other time oh my because my hair is long for a black person I guess this kid was like is that weave or is that are those extensions and I was like no <sighs> oh another thing the amount of times my hair gets compared to like a dog or like a no really like cotton balls it, it's it's crazy like it, what if what what? <laughs> People just go up to you and be like, wow, f fur? I don't even... Yeah, they're like, oh, your do your hair feels like dog fur. Like, I, I don't know how to react to these things. Like, what goes through your mind that makes a thing... Like, what, what if I came up to you and said, oh my gosh, your hair feels like Barbie? 
Barf. <laughs> even like dog fur isn't something you want your hair to feel like. Exactly. Like that's like natty and gross. Like I would if someone said your hair feels like dog fur, I would like <laughs> I, I I I was gonna say I'd punch them, but like I probably wouldn't. I'd just go like, Well, your your face is bad too. But um <laughs> Oh god, it's it's horrible. Um yeah. something else that we see in the school with a few people of color that are there is colorism. Yes. Well um if there is someone who's a person of color, they're always like light skinned or maybe mm -hmm. a light Hispanic person. Yes. Um there's little to no representation at school of dark skinned people. Even in like movies, you don't grow up seeing yourself. Like the one of the first um, Disney princesses that I saw that looked like me was Tiana and like seventy percent of the time she was a frog. I've seen that before, yeah. <laughs> like they, they include a black princess, finally, into Disney, and then they literally just say, you know what? How do She's we, an animal. Yeah, how do we get rid of the blackness <laughs> there? Oh my gosh. Oh god, that movie was so awful. Like, it, they, they almost alluded to racism once. Yes. I, I think it was like she was trying to buy a restaurant, Yes. and they were like, people of your, uh, your folk don't really come around here too often. That, that was it. That was the one line. It was like, <laughs> you know what else? Um, in school, when we're learning about black history, we read like To Kill a Mockingbird and we watch The Help. And those are like white savior movies. and Oh, books. the white savior trope. Like we, we never read something that's from a black author about racism and discrimination. It always comes from a white person. So we, we always see like white people are like the way to solve racism like mm. black people can't solve it on their own so it's like saying oh black people can't rely on themselves but they have to rely on a white person yeah i mean something i see a lot too which is awful and is obviously false is like black people should be or like african people mm -hmm. should be thankful for slavery or else it would still be in africa like at, we were f we were flourishing in africa until it was interesting yeah, i mean I'm, I'm actually being so daft so stupid you say Okay, guys, slavery might have been bad, but at least you were ripped from your homeland. Like, what? That's what Kanye West said. <laughs> oh my god, Kanye. <laughs> you're gonna talk about Kanye. <laughs> oh god, um, it's just, it, it's disappointing. It's... Did you hear he's running for president? I... <laughs> Do not vote for him. Do not vote for him. Is it 2020 or 2024? 2020. He's gonna run as an independent. Of course he is. I... I don't even have commentary for this. <laughs> I my entire show is about commentary and you know social structures and all that. And I don't have commentary for Kanye West running for president. <laughs> I remember him saying it jokingly in like 2016, like mm -hmm. I'm gonna run for president, ha ha yeah. ha. And then he didn't. But now, I he is. Yep. Kanye Kanye West. <laughs> but uh, I mean Kanye West songs just kind of circling back has a lot of profanity and it lots you know yeah slurs and people saying it as you said you were talking to them and mm -hmm. you yelled at them. What are do you have any other stories about this? I mean, I've I've heard a lot from you. Oh, so in where so in so we have shops and sometimes we make group chats to communicate easily together. And I was in one of these group chats, but I don't text really often on it. So people sort of thought I was invisible, like I wasn't there. Yeah. There was no black person to hold them accountable. And this person just starts saying the n-word. They're like, oh my gosh, my friend said the n-word. And then there was like this chain of people in carpentry saying the n-word. It was crazy. So I took a screenshot of it and then I left and then everybody went crazy. I don't, I mean, I, it's sad that you think you need a person of color there to correct you when you should just know. Yes. Don't no say slurs. Them. Like in the like, group chat, 
everyone was just like going along with it like racism ha 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 dark humor ha 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 dark humor oh my can you can you explain dark humor to dark viewers? humor is like saying oh my gosh i have depression it's it's making fun of your own struggles it's like how you cope but making fun of someone else's like struggle with racism and like mental health that's not dark humor that's just being a bad person yes <laughs> just yes that's all i have to say just like yeah pretty much that's it i mean i can understand maybe like if you're depressed and you make a depression joke yeah like once in a while okay or it's mild mm -hmm. it's like oh man i'm as lonely as i am in real life ah, ha 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 like it's stupid it's fine but like it, even in like the LGBT community, you see like a lot of stuff like that. Where mm -hmm. um, it, I, I don't even want to explain. It's not that, that's a different episode. That's a different <laughs> episode, folks. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, another thing in the LGBT um LGBT community that's crazy is that people think that like because they're LGBT, racism doesn't apply to them. Oh my gosh, you, uh, that's such a big deal. Um, so many people are race. They think they can't be racist and gay at the same time. Mm. Like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> a lot of people think that you can't even be racist if you're not white, which is false. I mean... Yeah. You can have prejudice, but I don't I don't know if it's racism. Well, I mean, I mean, like, um, an Asian person, for oh. example, saying, like, the N-word. Yes. Right? Like, that's pretty blatantly mm -hmm. racist. Yes. Um, it's, it's just... Yeah, people of color saying the N-word. What, what do you think? Um... I've met several people who are Hispanic or of his Latin or Latino who think it's okay to say the N-word because they grew up in the hood. The <sighs> I, I don't even know what to say about that. It, every time I hear one of like their arguments, I'm just like, <gasps> I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, this is not a weird culture for, um, cultural phenomenon. I can't talk. <laughs> cultural phenomenon. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry listeners um it's a cultural phenomenon 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 yes a it, cultural phenomenon a lot of people because um the latinos and blacks are so close-knit together they think we share the same struggles and that's not always the case yeah i mean something that i think is crazy is the fascination with quote unquote the hood yes um like you, the amount of white kids who grew up in peabody so many i've met this white person in carpentry who thinks it's okay to say the n-word because they grew up in lowell and I, I didn't i was just so shocked that day i didn't have a single argument all i said was no you, you can't okay so for viewers or listeners i keep on saying viewers um, <laughs> listeners that aren't from massachusetts or even the u.s lowell is a city in mass it, it's like medium income it's mm -hmm. pretty fine you know it's kind of just there and then like this kid comes in he's like <laughs> i mean uh even our um our like middle school i remember it was so weird there's like 11 year olds who yes. were like oh yeah man from the hood and, like throwing they the glamorize n word that and... it's it's so many people struggle in the hood and you're just glamour it's like glamorizing mental illness it's just ugh, it's awful so isabella yes the thing that drew me to even create this podcast this episode of the podcast mm -hmm. was i mean of course the protests and stuff but we chose me to choosing you to interview was your presidential run yes cool. so um i ran for the vice president for the class of 2020 and i ran on um to end discrimination that students of color face at essex tech yeah that's tech. oh i can say it um so i ran on that and i i wrote about like some experiences that i've shared uh at 
with racism and discrimination and like what I've gone through. And I've also wrote, written about like what other students like the girls who wear hijabs or Asian students. I've heard several jokes at lunch about like um, hijab and being Asian and like the stereotype of Asians eating dogs and cats. Yeah. And I ran on that. I ran to create a inclusive environment at Essex Tech and sadly I didn't win. And the kids, guess who? The white popular kids won. It's not even just the white popular kids. It's the white popular kids who say the n-word and yes. do all that. It, it's the white popular kids who are friends with people who say the n-word and they just tolerate it. And their main focus for running was prom. Prom, oh my god. So, I... I uh, can't even... <laughs> I can't. So, I supported you strongly. Yes. Um, and I was, I thought you were going to win. I did not think there was even a competition. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, Isabella June, going to win. There's no way she doesn't win. Because obviously, these people want to do this for extra credit or college mm -hmm. stuff. I don't know. They were just like, oh, yeah, you know, prom, guys. I'm going to make prom so much better by adding a photo booth. Yes. I also was in the class of representatives, and the kids who won did not even participate. Yeah, no experience. They have no experience. And I think they just won on a base of white votes. That was uh, it. Just, just people who don't care, or like they think it's uncomfortable just talking about racism or yes. whatever. You have to be uncomfortable to make progress. Yeah, I mean, talking about racism right now even, I'm not like, wow, this is so amazingly comfortable. <laughs> like hearing that people call you the N-word and people said your hair was like a dog is horrible. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me feel strange. Yeah. But that's kind of good. I mean, I should know that that's wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's hopefully something our episode will achieve, is um, give people some knowledge. Yeah. What would you have done if you won? If I won, I'm not sure how I would go about it, but I think I would um, teach, allow, tell them to hire more students, I mean teachers of color, and let's create an Essex Tech at a, an, a diverse place and also make students stop calling me the N-word. Yeah, I mean, have you told, like, faculty about this? I've told the vice president, and, like, the the only thing he could do was, like, give detention, and I don't think that stopped it. I think like, it made the it vice, like, student vice president, or? N the vice president of the school. Of the school? Yes. So, okay, that's... I, after being called the N-word, I had, l like, a breakdown. So, <laughs> and if, And if, I went to them. So, if, if listeners, if you don't know, um, our school has a, quote-unquote, zero tolerance... Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance. No tolerance to racism, homophobia, um, any xenophobia. But apparently... Yeah, though, um, our superintendent is very hypocritical, now that I think about it. I mean, more hypocritical than I thought, because in that email that we kind of referenced earlier for like a second yeah um about the blm protests and the murder of george floyd she was like guys my daughter's boyfriend isn't white so like you know i'm not racist <laughs> <laughs> she's like i have attended uh implicit bias training i i surely cannot be racist oh god it's just and then, and then, and then, mm -hmm. who does she defend? She defends police officers and first responders. She yeah. goes on and on. She says, like, she there's, like, three sentences of her referencing her daughter's boyfriend, and then after that, the rest is just police officers. 
I mean, uh, the first paragraph, you know that meme they had us in the first half? That <laughs> the first paragraph was like, guys, I can't believe this is happening in our country. This is horrible, blah, blah, blah. I never will understand what it's like to be black, but no stu- student should have to feel that way in our school. Yes. And I was like, okay. She wants to make change, but she doesn't specify how change. Like, we barely have any teachers of color. I don't think I've ever had a, t- a black teacher teaching me since, like, third grade. Yeah. Um, and she's not addressing, like, what we face. Like, you, she probably heard about me breaking down because after, after being called the N-word, but I didn't hear anything. Oh, she didn't do anything about that. Nope. Zero like, tolerance program, everyone. Like after after like telling the vice president, nothing changed. Like I was just called the N word on the bus, not in school. Oh god, that's that's an interesting thing. The schools have jurisdiction over because like mm-hmm. school buses are technically school property. Yes, but like you're not in the school; it's not in school hours. But even then, you should still just knowing that someone at your school is racist, right, and saying slurs. Mm-hmm. That should be enough to do something. I don't think we. I think we have a an environment of complicit racism like where they say racism is bad but you don't correct people you don't educate yeah, like people saying on... racism is bad is great we but... barely even learn about black history like like black history hey, month hey we had kanye on a bulletin board <laughs> that is better than most schools <laughs> they um... had like harriet tubman beyonce and like some football players that served a purpose for them to show hey, i love like... how they're like okay guys harriet tubman pretty cool but you're Beyonce's new song. Come on, like <laughs> she's representing her race proud. Like, really? <laughs> like we learned so much about white history, and we just asked for one month, one month, and you can't even do that. I mean, I remember in freshman year, um, this we were the last class to only year, um, learn European history wow. throughout the year because now they have Asian history as well. And like, it's I will progress. admit. Yeah, it's something. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, there wasn't too much going on in the rest of the world in, like, Middle Age times. Like, in the 1300s, 1200s, right? Mm-hmm. It was pretty much, like, Asia, Europe, a bit of Africa. Um, that was the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's still, it's just, it's crazy that we literally had nothing but European history. Like, so much more went on in the world. Yes. Think of all, like, even just the Asian wars. At least they're covering them now. But, like, we didn't learn that. We will never get to learn about that. Like, in school, I didn't even learn about Black Wall Street or, like, um, Mm. Harriet Tubman. Or I didn't even learn about Thomas Jefferson's slave wife. Yeah, that's so strange to me that, like, that just isn't taught. I learned that from TikTok of all places. I learned that from Hamilton in, like, (laughs) sixth grade. Like, uh, the musical Hamilton. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Some of the founding fathers. If any, are if bad any boomer ever says like TikTok isn't useful, I'll call lies. Like, I mean, I don't like TikTok personally, um, mm-hmm. but I, I do understand that there are a lot of people on there that are helping spread information. That's yeah. true, or like videos of injustice, and it can be helpful. Yes. So, in response to like the George Floyd protest, our school was posting mac and cheese recipes. <laughs> And they posted Blackout Tuesday, which was ineffective. It didn't sign any petitions. It didn't raise awareness. It was just like, oh, racism. I was on the black. Um, what is it called? Blackout Tuesday. Yes. I, I posted something for that on my Instagram because I mm-hmm. thought it did something, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. It's, it's just literally formative ju- activism. Yeah, I was like, wait, it's literally just a black, a black square. And they're like, no, nah, it's supposed to be because like now you can't go on Instagram. You should be out there helping. And I'm like. But but <laughs> people think that they are helping by just putting the black square. Yes. That, That's what our school did. And after that, they didn't even address anything. So they just said, we will continue to work to make racism. But 
Then they put the mac and cheese recipe. Yes. Because you know what? When there's a crisis going on in the country and mm -hmm. whatever, you know what you need to give your students who are scared? Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Not even mac and cheese. Just just the recipes. That's all you need. It's comfort food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least it wasn't like, I don't know, a fried chicken recipe. Okay, that's what I expected from our school. <laughs> that's how I... I feel bad because our school, I mean, obviously there are racist tendencies. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of tokenism, but it, they, they try kind of. But it's not yeah. effective. It's not effective. It's like saying I'm going to draw a bird and so, you don't draw a bird, but you draw <laughs> like a book or something. Strange metaphor, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're drawing something, but mm -hmm. you're just not drawing the right thing. Yes. And then the superintendent will talk about how she knows a black guy. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, you've been to a protest. Yes. Right? How, how was it? it I was, haven't gone to one yet. It, so it was in, I think it was near Lowell. And we stood in front of City Hall and we made protest signs saying, Honk if you support Black Lives Matter. Oh. It was, it was a unique experience. I'm surprised that I even have to protest now. Yeah, I mean, that's, it, it went well, though, at mm -hmm. least, right? There was no cops or yes. gas or anything. It was peaceful. Yeah, I mean, um, I haven't gone to a protest yet literally out of fear. <laughs> like, I, I support BLM, I do all that, I would go to a protest, but, like... You don't want to get tear gassed. I don't want to get tear gassed! <laughs> I, I, I feel bad for saying it, though, because I feel like a coward, it's okay. but, like, like it's... Some, some people have to go to therapy because they saw other people being tear gassed, and some get, got hit by, like, rubber bullets. Yeah, like, rubber bullets... Are not Andrew. yeah they're huge too. Yeah, people think they're like a little rubber bullet. They're like this size. Yeah, they're um. I mean, they can't see your hands, but uh, <laughs> they're um. They're like what? Probably the size of like my fist. I don't even. Yeah. Oh my probably. god, it's awful. It's very depressing. I mean, protests have gone either way. I feel like like um. I was talking to someone who went, and the cops were there, and they I guess cooperated. Like they were like, we're here just to make sure it doesn't get out of control. Oh, we you don't know what some cops did? They um, they took a knee, but like the knee doesn't solve anything. And then I after that, they're tear gas protesters oh. after <laughs> after they took a knee. I was gonna say, I was like, oh, they just took a knee. It's, it's, I mean, it's something. And you're like, well, after that. Like, <laughs> I mean, even today, um, you see, you came over like mm -hmm. my my home to yes. record. We got some food, and when we were walking to pick it up, it, you, there was a cop detailing, uh, and you were like, hi. I was scared. I mean, you made a joke. That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> he was like, ah, enjoy your food. And you're like, ah, enjoy shooting people. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that you said. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I mean, I, I hope the cop didn't, didn't hear. I, I mean, hope. I, I didn't want him to come attack me. Like, he has so much power in his hands. I mean, he has a gun on his side. <laughs> like, you know what? He did say, enjoy the pizza. Yeah. So that means that he... Carrots? Maybe he's hungry for bacon. Oh, because he's a pig. <laughs> why, why would a pig eat bacon? Uh, I mean, I get what you're trying to do, but like, cannibalism? Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, just overall, as a bit of a summary, you are a black student in a white school, and it's hard. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you, alienating. Alienating. You face discrimination. I've had to lose friends because some of them argue about saying the N-word. Like, I feel alone in my shop. I mean, you almost switched schools. I wanted to go to Peabody High, and it's, it's like, equally as bad. I mean, it's just, I... Imagine... Okay, for um, listeners who aren't mm -hmm. black. I mean, I, I'm not black, so... <laughs> but, um, 
Imagine switching schools, someplace that you've been for years, like two years now, just because you feel alone. Yeah. That's awful. I mean, I, like we said before, I was going to do the, um, not going to do, but like, like, well, being LGBT, but it's not the same. It, it, it's not. <laughs> I mean, is there discrimination? Yeah. Is it different? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, th- this has been a lot. So, if you're listening, sign petitions. Sign petitions. Do what you can. Get out there. Correct your friends. Correct your families. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I... Stand up for, um, black people. If you see them being called the N-word. Literally, it's so easy. Just say... Just say... Stop it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, thank you all for listening. And if you stay tuned for another second, I will have a message talking about the state of the podcast and why this is the first episode in like two months <laughs> but yeah thank you for listening and isabella thank you so much for coming and recording and being here you're welcome and i'm sure we helped a lot of people today yes or at least i hope you learned something yeah i hope you learned something i yeah. mean I, I definitely learned something <laughs> from talking to you um yeah Hey everyone, thanks for sticking around. Um, I just wanted to say sorry for the lack of episodes lately. Quarantine has made things pretty crazy in the US, but now that um, things are easing up, we should have more episodes coming out a bit more regularly, definitely more than once every two months though. I'd like to thank everyone who has been supporting me and this podcast. And also, sorry for not knowing how to pronounce phenomenon in uh, the other part of the podcast. But, you know, uh, there's a lot more in store for Tales of a High School Social Outcast, so stay tuned.